Hey, y'all. Welcome to the Symphony Podcast. Matthew, how are you doing, buddy? I'm doing great. How are you doing? A little frustrated? A uh, little, <laughs> little on my heels today. Uh, as we were about to record, I, I did the mistake of opening my email and I got one of those, you know, heart sink, stomach drop moments when the uh, insurance company for the insurance that uh, this guy just drove into my car as I was parked the other day, the insurance is trying to put it on me. So, I was drafting emails, looking at Washington state code and how this, this, it was a delivery driver, like a DoorDash driver. And he told me to my face that he wasn't looking and that he admitted fault and he's sorry that he hit me and he fucked up my car. Almost, almost actually hit me. I was fortunate. Um, I hadn't stepped out of the car on the driver's side, but it's just crazy that they try and try and put this on me. And so it just like puts me in this place that I'm not in the right mindset for a podcast just totally yeah. threw, threw off my day and I'm, I'm going to bounce back and be fine. So thanks for letting me bitch about it for a sec. Oh yeah, of course, <laughs> of course. Um, but yeah, man. So today's podcast has nothing to do with that. Uh, today's <laughs> podcast has something to do with a topic that both of us have definitely discussed intermittently throughout other episodes, but we're going to just take it on full today and just have a brief conversation around the relationship that we have with hard work. Clearly, it's been said a million times, work ethic is critical to like significant success. If you want to be your best self, I'm not even talking about like achieving external things. Like if you just want to perform to your own best performance, your best potential, you must work hard. If you're working hard, in my experience, on things that you don't like, it can be very draining. So today I want to talk about, because we have slightly different perspectives, me still having a full-time job. And I say still because it's not going to last forever. Uh, and you already building your businesses and working on, um, you know, building a full-time living in life that, uh, you know, you're carving. So working hard is different for you and me because like the legendary quote that you mentioned on that Guatemala episode, or maybe before that sticks with me every day, man, it's, you're either building your own dream or you're building someone else's. So with all that said, talk to me a little bit about how your relationship with hard work has changed uh, and grown how you think about hard work. Yeah, this is an interesting one too. Cause I was actually, I was just putting together this thought in my mind as you were, as you were talking, because I feel like, and even in the past, I've been guilty of this, of hearing like, Oh, it just takes hard work to get to where you want to go. But like, if you're not doing the right things, you can be working hard on the wrong things. And then you get frustrated because you're just, I mean, you're getting to basically nowhere. So part of this also is just identifying what that work is going toward. Because, I mean, you're basically delusional if you're not doing what you want to be doing, but you think that like working hard, aka like putting in 12, 13, 14 hours, like on that thing that you don't enjoy and that you don't want to move within. And then thinking that somehow you'll still be able to like get to wherever you want to get to that you've made up in your mind. So like, I think being able to identify what it is that you kind of want to work toward and then like making time for that. Um, yeah, just because I think I don't want people to get confused by listening to this and be like, Oh, like I can just do more of what I'm already doing that I'm not enjoying. And that's more work. That's harder work, I guess, if that's your definition of it. But that's just kind of, I mean, it's not a really good equa <laughs> equation, <laughs> but, um, but yeah, I, in my mind, when you brought this topic up to me too, um, it kind of transcends just the concept of like career stuff. And it, 
it also expands into like your day-to-day activities and if you're challenging yourself or not. Um, just because, I mean, you can define hard work however you want, but I think just, and we did a full episode about how doing hard things is actually good for your mental and physical health, obviously. And then how you kind of learn that through sports growing up, it's like suffer now so that in the future you're prepared and that it's, it's going to be easier to succeed and get to the places that you want. Um, so yeah, I think kind of just having that concept in mind of, yeah, just kind of like making yourself uncomfortable going towards the things that are a little bit outside of your comfort zone, but are in line with the, with where you want to be in the future. Very well said. Very well said. I was talking to my brother this morning um, about how people have this common misconception that hours equals work, like more hours equals more work. And uh, I was telling him a little story how I used to always finish my homework assignments or at least start them during class when I was younger because I was just obsessed with getting things done as soon as possible. I was that kid who was like, literally teacher hands out the assignment. I just get my pencil and just start doing it. Like I wouldn't wait till later. So I have this kind of like ethos in me of just like, let's just move. And then when we come to the roadblock, we can solve it at that time rather than sit back, analyze, plan, do all these things, but not actually act. Um, Mm -hmm. And I think that the nature, at least in my limited experience, the nature of working in teams, it puts you in situations where you're in these meetings and you're spending an hour on a call. And it's at the end of that call, it's like, oh, we got so much done. But did you know you just communicated and you got on the same page? Then when that call ends, at least this is my experience, when that call ends is when the actual value and the action is made. So Mm. um, the other thing I would add is like, what are you working towards? If you're working towards just the weekends, a lot of people work really hard in the week so that on the weekends they can enjoy their time. They can have a stable job. Um, and yeah, living for the weekends is a pretty common thing. And I think that's a scary, slippery slope because you don't necessarily move forward in life. If you're only working for this weekend, like I'm just going to grind for five days and then I get two days off. That mindset yeah. is limiting because you're not thinking, like when I work hard, when I'm at the office late at night and I'm like questioning, like, man, 16 hours, 16 hours on the computer today. It's a lot of, a lot of damage to my eyes, to my body. It's a real sacrifice, but I feel like I'm not working for the weekend. I'm building, I'm laying bricks that is going to give me the skills and the networking and the, the momentum to go in the direction that's going to fulfill me. So all that being said, this is how, cause I have a lot of internal dialogue about this topic is why I wanted to bring it up. And the other thing I would mention before kicking it back to you is nobody can decide for you how hard you should work. Whenever someone comes to me and they're like, I want to get into video editing or I want to do a podcasting or I want whatever the thing is. It's like, I have a hard time telling them here's what it's going to take. And the reality is man, like I've made, I don't even know how many pieces of content, but I made at least a hundred YouTube videos before ever getting a legitimate job as an editor. Mm. So if you've made five YouTube videos, you have 95 to go or more or less, who knows? But the point is, if you don't love the process, you're not going to do that like free work and that stuff like sitting down today, taking time to do this podcast. Like both of us are building something uh, beyond just you know, trying to make it to the weekend, make a few bucks. And we're, and I think both of us can speak on just how, how exciting it is, man. I was excited to sit down. And even though I was in a little weird mood, I'm feeling a lot better now, buddy. Yeah, no, I love it. (laughs) And I love that concept too. Just learn by doing, like just throw yourself into something. And I also think it's worth mentioning too, uh, if you are not in the place that you want to be and you're still 
fit, like you're working for in a job that you don't really like and you know that you don't want to be there forever. I would say that, you know, working hard is one thing, but working smart is a whole other thing that kind of fits into this space, especially if you're trying to kind of create something on the side. And I like to think of it as like on time versus off time. And I feel like, Mm. you know, there's certain people who are genuinely, I mean, like Tori is one of them. Like she is genuinely working from the time that she starts at, you know, whenever in the morning till eight or nine hours, sometimes 10 hours later, like she's on calls. She's like doing emails. She's communicating with people because that's her job. And she's like running the community, but she's also like loves doing that. But like just as having a general awareness of what a lot of people that I know and what they're doing for a job, like I've heard them literally say to me that like the amount of work that they actually physically do within the week for their job is like you could count the hours on a number of hands and like so and and the rest of the time they just kind of like have to be on the clock or have to be like Mm -hmm. managing their email or like just making sure that they're available in some capacity and like in my mind I heard that and I was like you just you just talked to me about how upset you are that you're in this place but I've also heard that you say that you don't have enough time because you have a full-time job and I'm like well what about those like 20 plus hours that you're supposed to be that you're like technically on the clock for your job but you're saying that you don't have anything to do or that you're not really doing anything it's like throw on a podcast learn about something like research something on your computer like chip make some content chip away at something like just learn by doing and kind of find ways to make that off that quote unquote off time effective and useful for where you're trying to go. And I think that that concept too, of just reframing the way that you think about your own time um, and just, yeah, I like fitting in, fitting it in, in places where I don't know, like on your, on your drive, take a walk, like yeah. you can find time, you know, wake up earlier, stay up yep. a little later. I mean, dude, even billionaires take time for themselves to, you know, exercise. Jesse Itzler talks about taking three hours a day. Um, very, very well said though, man. Um, God, I was about to say something valuable, but then it slipped out of my mind. No, I hear, I hear people all the time. I, oh, what I was going to say was the biggest takeaway that I got from uh, initially communicating with you and Roddy about how you guys launched Shreddables uh, at first was mm-hmm. especially Roddy he was working the minimal amount of hours to make the most amount of money to just cover his bases. He was uh, not thinking, oh, I need to save a thousand bucks a month. I got to save. I'm 25. I need to start saving money. He was thinking, no, I need to make as much money as possible in the least amount of time so I can allocate my other energy to building the thing that I actually want to build. And that's exactly what he did. And that's literally the key that he and you as well have talked about being the key to actually like getting this thing off the ground and flying in the air is that you weren't thinking long, like you were thinking longer term. It's, it's like almost counterintuitive. Cause like we're all told like save money and, you know, get a house and this and that, and that's all fine and good. But if you're sacrificing doing the thing that you want to do, we're going to spend 90 to 92,000 hours in our jobs. Like the average person these days, you spend 90,000 hours doing it. If you're not fulfilled by that thing, dude, and I've flipped back and forth on this one for a while, but I'm at the point now where it's like you pretty, it's okay that you don't have passion around what you're doing today. 
even someone asked me yesterday, uh, do you love what you do? Like, it's so cool. You're a video editor, flexible schedule, this and that. And I'm like, I would be lying if I said I loved what what I do. Like, I like what I do. I wake up feeling like I'm on the right path. So I'm only saying all this stuff and talking about myself because I think it's goes to show like how important the dialogue in our head is towards the work that we do. Mm-hmm. I can undermine myself so fast if I start second guessing it and being like, oh man, I should go, you know, join Matthew and the boys and start building my own thing. And it's like, no, hold on patience. We're still yeah. in our twenties. We're still young. So, um, I just think like having conversations about this topic specifically, regardless of what conclusions you come to is going to be healthy. Yeah, no, I agree. And um, for me too, something that's been challenging, especially with like the nature of kind of the work that I am doing these days, like 98% of what I have to do is kind of think and problem solve. Like, and so, and I think we have this general sense that hard work means being on your laptop and like doing work. You know what I mean? Like, and I don't really, obviously that probably just stems from a corporate situation and that's kind of like what the majority of people find themselves doing for a job, especially in the, like we're in such a digital age and that's how the world is connected literally. So it makes sense. But at the same time, like I've had to kind of get away from that notion because I do my worst thinking when I'm behind a computer. Right. And so it's this weird thing where I'm feel, I can start to feel guilty because I'm not like quote unquote working, but on the flip side, it's like I do better work when I'm on the move or when I'm outside or even when I'm surfing or if I go to the gym, like I'm, I, that's when I do my best thinking. And that's when I have the, the space of like the space and peace of mind to be able to put things together in my head that I can then go back and translate into like the real physical working world. And so that's been an interesting one for me to kind of deal with recently, just because I mean, in the past, it's like you my concept of what a job is, is like you physically show up, you do your time, like you're on the clock um, or you're behind a computer or like you're just available to somebody. But I feel mm-hmm. like the way that things are going, like I'm, I'm kind of growing into this new chapter and like workflow of, of how I can be the most productive. And it it's really looking less and less like physically working from behind a laptop and more like me doing things that I know bring me energy, bring me like good feelings, gratitude, like ex- like expansionary activities where my mind is engaged, my body's engaged, I'm on the move, um, experiencing something because that's when all of these thoughts, all of these ideas, all of these connective uh, thought patterns just start flowing in without even me trying. Like it just, ha- like I know that if I put myself in that space, it's just going to happen. Mm-hmm. Whereas if I sit behind a computer, that's when my brain goes like, do, 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 what the fuck are we doing? Like emails, like news, like just high frequency, like nonsense. You know what I mean? Whereas if I literally just step outside, like take a little run, take a jog, take a walk, go surfing, go exercise, or even just like be outside and feel the sun on my face. Like that's when inspiration, ideas, knowledge, awareness just starts like oozing basically. Like it's crazy. And so that's been, I don't know, that, that was a bit of a rant, but that's, uh, no, dude, let me add on to it. And then I'm going to play this clip from, uh, the goat himself, uh, <laughs> Joe Rogan. And for me, I hear you. And I a hundred percent agree with the fact that you can sometimes fall into the trap to think that 
if you're not at the computer or on the call or sending the email that you're not like creating value and producing. And your point that you just made is like spot on. I think that the way we define our roles professionally in our careers is going to start including more activities. What I mean by that is going to the dentist is part of your job. If you don't go to the dentist, you will not be able to do your job. The same goes for meals, health, nutrition, family, relationships. All these things are part of what make you able to perform in your job. So an employer, in my opinion, this is just a little Kyle thought leadership. Employers (laughs) should be more thoughtful about that and say, and literally write into their contracts like, like I know at Creative Live, if I have a dentist appointment, I just tell my coworkers, hey, I have a dentist appointment. This like I got to skip the meeting. You know, I set this thing up 30, you know, or uh, six months ago and uh, there's no skipping it. So um, I I guess that's not a good example, but just basically like rethinking the leisure time and professional time. And it's just like all you time. How can you like if every waking minute is just like, how can I maximize being in the present moment, making myself better, lifting people up around me? Like these are the things that all come together. It's not just a matter of like flipping the switch from one to the other. Okay. So, uh, all that being said, I wanted to play a clip from Joe Rogan because he's been under fire from, uh, some pretty ridiculous political hit jobs. And he's just an incredible guy with a deep sense of passion and purpose for helping other people. And, uh, there's this motivational speech, 30 seconds of it. Here we go. You get to understand motivation. You get to understand the resistance that you have inside your mind to doing hard work. Mm. You get to understand the rewards of discipline. Like you don't truly appreciate relaxation unless you've worked hard. Mm. And that is the yin and the yang of life. And I've said this to, to the point of people getting sick of it. But one of the worst decisions a man can make, I can only speak for men, obviously, um, is to be comfortable. I don't think you should try to be comfortable. I think what you should try to do is try to earn comfort. Mm. And if you, if you can get a day off Mm. where you, you, you've worked hard and you've accomplished goals, that day off would be so sweet. When I work hard and I sit in front of the TV, I enjoy the shit out of it. I put my feet up. I have a nice drink. You know, I, I enjoy my free time. That nids your back or something like that. I do have one of those. Do you really? Those are great. They're great, right? Yeah. I don't use (laughs) Okay. So what he's saying basically is, you can't enjoy relaxation and leisure without hard work. And it's so true. You can't enjoy dessert without a healthy meal beforehand. Um, and yeah, I just thought that was cool because he's getting so much shit, man. Uh, it's, you know, I was going, was going to do a whole podcast on how good of a guy Rogan is and how skewed his, uh, the perception of him is in the corporate press, but shout yeah, out to Rogan. He's a good old. dude. That's Honestly, Rogan has led to like an incredible amount of my personal growth. And, uh, it's just like everything, like I can really attribute a lot of the positive sides of my mindset to listening to people like Joe Rogan. So totally. yeah, I feel like he's kind of revolutionized our collective ability to learn from all types of people. Like, I mean, and there's a handful of guys that do that really well in the, in the podcasting space, but I feel like he's kind of the one that's been doing it for the longest and has hosted the most, <laughs> the most guests. Um, yeah. But, uh, anyway, but yeah. And he's spot on too, especially because you always know the truth, right? It's like you, you only have yourself to answer to. And like, if you know that you left some on the table, oh, then dude. like, it's gonna, it's gonna, it's gonna kind of haunt you, you know? And so you won't be able to fully enjoy 
those moments of relaxation because there's going to be a piece of your brain that says that you didn't earn this. Um, but on the and, flip side, yeah. oh, go ahead. No, you go ahead. Okay. I was just going to say, but on the flip side, um, you do have to know when it is okay to turn it off. Yes. Because exactly. I think that's just as much of a sickness is as, as not working hard is like working hard too often and never giving yourself a break because that is just as toxic and that can drive you insane. And like, it's just not good for you physically, mentally, spiritually, emotionally, like none of it. It's just going to drive you into the ground. Um, so yeah, seek the balance. It's, it's a tough one to find, but also like, if you do feel like you're working hard and you feel like you're on the right path and you feel like your daily activities are matching up with the person that you want to be, you are the only person that you need to answer to. And if you feel like you can check those boxes in a, like a general trajectory, not like, cause nobody's a hundred percent, nobody's perfect. But if you can answer those questions for yourself and feel good about it, then fuck. Yeah. Like enjoy yourself, relax, like, you know, rest, mm-hmm. take time for yourself, like do it all. Um, but yeah, finding that balance is definitely critical. Absolutely, brother. Well, uh, Am I, are we ready to wrap this baby up? I think so. Unless you got anything else. My brain is like just not functional right now. Like literally this is the third time I had something come in my brain and then just leave. <laughs> I guess it's good. I'm really listening to you, bro. I'm, I'm just not so focused on what I'm going to say. So I'm just <laughs> fucking up on my side. Um, go outside. Oh, here, go it take a walk. here it is. Bro. I'm about to go skiing actually. I'm about to pack. Ooh, my nice. car's packed. Literally I'm about to go. Uh, well, that's hop on that's the where your mind is. <laughs> yeah, for Mine's real. Mine's in the mountains. <laughs> Um, I think the other thing that I was talking about with my partner the other day was, uh, when you, when you think about this, like hard work thing, uh, you go through seasons of life. And I think a lot of people fall into the trap of throwing in the towel too soon or raising their hand too soon. Like we've all been a part of some program or some basketball thing like where it's everyone's doing a wall sit and like there's the one kid who just like gives up a little early you know (laughs) i think the same thing goes for hard work professionally like i've been in a hard i've been in a i don't really know how to put it i've been working hard for a month and a half or two probably more really since last summer but it ramped up at the beginning of this year because we're doing a bunch of new stuff at creative live and my justification for it is like not oh my God, I'm not getting paid for my overtime. And, you know, am I being recognized for all the hard work I'm doing? And well, I work virtually, so no one fucking knows when I'm working so hard, you know? And so like, am I doing this all for nothing? Like does my team, and I actually am feeling like a failure in some ways because I'm so overloaded with work that I'm like showing up to meetings unprepared and not not getting my shit together. But my team knows that I'm overworked and they're super cool and really helpful. So Uh, I'm going through a chapter of like, this is fucking intense and I know it's going to come to an end and I'll just be a better person for it. And I feel like this next chapter that comes, I'm going to be like the muscle of hard work is going to be built so strong, like stronger Mm -hmm. than I've ever had it. I used to be scared of hard work, like straight up. I'll tell you a quick anecdote. Uh, I was thinking about transferring high schools after sophomore year in at Mercer Island. I was going to go to Seattle prep and I went, I got in, I got accepted. I talked to the basketball coach. And I told him, I was like, he even called me on the phone one night. I was like, coach, like, I'm just, I'm a little worried that Seattle prep is going to be a lot more demanding academically than Mercer Island. And he's like, are you kidding me? Like you're, he basically, he literally called me out. He's like, he's like, he basically said, you're not even the type of person we want at our school. Like, (laughs) 
I was just trying to chill at the public school. Like I actually did not want to work hard. I wanted to skate through and go to college and fuck around because I never saw how hard work connected to improving myself, which to be honest in the public school system, it really doesn't. So, um, I've learned over time to have create a healthy relationship with hard work. And now I'm at a point where I work harder than I've ever worked and I'm more okay with it than ever before. Whereas back in the day, if I had an hour of shitty schoolwork that I didn't want to do, I'd be dreading it. Now it's like, all right, you know, we're working. That's it. So, all right, man, I, I feel like I'm all over the place, not performing well as a podcast host today, <laughs> just tanking the fucking symphony podcast. No way, dude. It oh. all, it all came around. <laughs> we made it. <laughs> oh brother. Yeah. Um, and always man, uh, appreciate sharing your wisdom and learning a little bit from you. And it's always a reminder, just uh, keep perspective and that's what this podcast is hopefully designed to do. Yes, sir. Enjoy the slopes. Thank you. Good, sir. And to everybody else out there in the universe, that's how Chase Jarvis says it. I can't do it like that. (laughs) I bid you adieu. No, uh, love you, Chase. All right. Peace, everybody. (laughs) 